Today's hymn is Be Thou My Vision, and it is derived from an old Celtic prayer or poem set to the tune of a traditional Irish melody. As such, in the church office and as, as a worship team, we've had this Sunday circled as Celtic Sunday all summer. So much of our liturgy today, as well as the other two hymns we're singing, are from the Celtic tradition. Uh, and particularly, the, the liturgy is, uh, comes from the Iona monastic community in Scotland. I'll admit this was a difficult hymn to find scripture readings which illustrate its themes as each verse of the prayer has a separate focus. Vision, wisdom, our inheritance of the kingdom, heaven's victory. The core of this prayer, though, is seeking God's guidance and protection. This is a common theme throughout the Psalms, which leads us to our second reading from Psalm 16. Now, very appropriate for our uh, series this summer, the Psalms were the people of God's original hymnal. Their poetic words contain every human need, feeling, or desire that could possibly be expressed to God in prayer, from joy and gladness to lament, even pure anger. In our reading, the psalmist seeks the guidance and protection of God, wherein he puts all of his trust and commitment. I invite you to listen with open hearts and minds as we encounter God's word together from the 16th psalm, beginning with the first verse. Protect me, O God, for in you I take refuge. I say to the Lord, you are my Lord, I have no good apart from you. As for the holy ones in the land, they are the noble, in whom is all my delight. Those who choose another god multiply their sorrows. Their drink offerings of blood I will not pour out, or take their names upon my lips. The Lord is my chosen portion and my cup. You hold my lot. The boundary lines have fallen for me in pleasant places. I have a godly heritage. I bless the Lord who gives me counsel. In the night also my heart instructs me. I keep the Lord always before me, because he is at my right hand. I shall not be moved. Therefore my heart is glad and my soul rejoices. My body also rests secure. For you do not give me up to Sheol, or let your faithful one see the pit. You show me the path of life, In your presence there is fullness of joy. In your right hand are pleasures forevermore. This is the word of the Lord. And thanks be to God. There's something truly mysterious, yet also something that wields so much wisdom in a saying that is ancient and therefore anonymous. By contrast, an anonymous quote... um, today often lacks credibility because there isn't a name behind it to give gravitas or credibility to a statement. But the words are so old that their origin can't be determined, or better yet, are contended. This seems to lend a sense of mystique and deep wisdom to it, doesn't it? Such is the case with today's hymn, which are the words of an old Irish poem or prayer. The prayer has been attributed to a number of early Irish um, saints and, and religious figures from St. Columba to the more commonly attributed to a 6th century poet named Dalin Fargale. 
But more likely than not, these are the words of an anonymous Irish monk, dating anywhere from the 9th to 11th century in Ireland. Yet these words, which have been minimally adapted through translation, have inspired generations of Christians. And this has been especially so since they've been put to a song using an early 1900s translation into common English by Mary Byrne to a traditional Irish tune. It has, uh, by one source at least, become the most popular hymn in the United Kingdom and certainly ranks high here as well as it was in a tie for third in our church's survey. So the hymn finds its origin in an old Irish prayer, most likely penned by an anonymous monk. The prayer itself belongs to a genre known as a lorica, or a breastplate prayer. These are prayers for protection that were common in Celtic Christianity, the most famous of which is attributed to St. Patrick with the beautiful words such as, I arise today through a mighty strength, the invocation of the Trinity. And Christ be with me, within me, behind me, before me. Christ in the hearts of all that love me. Christ in the mouth of friend and stranger. The breastplate prayers were inspired by our first reading from Ephesians, where we are told to put on the whole armor of God, including the breastplate of righteousness. A common translation of the Lorica, which inspires our hymn uh, by Eleanor Hull, includes a verse that brings this imagery to life. Be thou my breastplate, my sword for the fight. Be thou my whole armor, be thou my true might. Be thou my soul's shelter, be thou my strong tower. O raise thou me heavenward, great power of my power. Like many breastplate prayers, there are a whole bunch of themes going on. Wisdom, vision, but all in all, it's about seeking God's guidance, presence, and protection. Our psalm reading this morning has a similar focus. As it begins, protect me, O God, for in you I take refuge. The psalmist goes on to seek God's presence in every stage or moment that life might bring, including the moment of death. He praises God's instruction and counsel. Because of this, the psalmist expresses his gratitude, saying, My heart is glad and my soul rejoices, my body also rests secure. This is a gratitude, a gladness and restfulness that only comes from seeing God's presence in every moment of one's life. As I said earlier, in honor of today's hymn, we've marked this day as Celtic Sunday with our liturgy and, and themes for the day. In seminary, I had the privilege of taking an elective course on Celtic Christianity. In the class, we studied Catholic theolo or Celtic rather, theologies, saints, and liturgies. And this included me having to commit to the monastic spiritual practice of morning, midday, and evening prayer liturgies from the Northumbria community. Now, something you quickly learn when studying Celtic Christianity is that just like Apple has an app for everything, the Celts had a prayer for everything, or rather several prayers for everything. They had plenty of well-known prayers for meals, for greeting and saying farewell to guests, for when you wake up, 
when you go to sleep, for celebrating new life, for healing life's wounds, whatever they may be, and finally for solemnity at death. There are prayers for embarking on journeys and for safe arrivals. There are blessings to wish someone well, along with curses. Yes, curses for one's enemies. My favorite thing about this immense catalog of prayers, though, was the ordinariness of these prayers. They had prayers for daily tasks and encounters. From the daily blessing of a home's hearth, asking God to provide warmth and comfort, to common tasks like farming and fishing. My Celtic prayer book even has a whole section on prayers for the daily work of milking cows. To give you a brief sense of this ordinary seeking of God's guidance and protection, I'd like to share a selection of an old Celtic prayer for the protection of cattle while herding them through the fields. It reads, Pastures smooth, long, and spreading, Grassy meads aneath your feet, The friendship of God the Son to bring you home, To the field of the fountains. Closed be every pit to you, Smoothed be every knoll to you, Cozy be every exposure to you beside the cool mountain. Along with having a very poetic way with words, our Celtic friends possess an all-encompassing view of how God is present and at work in the world and in each person's life. If there is one thing for us to take from the Celtic tradition, friends, it is to seek out God in our daily, ordinary lives. To seek God's presence when we rise in the morning and sleep at night. To seek out God in tasks as ordinary as taking out the trash. To filling out an expense report at work. To ask for God's protection as you start your car each morning. If you think about it, this is really the key message at work in our hymn today, Be Thou My Vision. The hymn prayerfully asks, God, be my vision, be my wisdom. Waking or sleeping, God's presence is my light. I have no need of riches or empty praise from others. You are my inheritance. Or as our psalm puts it, the Lord is my chosen portion and cup. You hold my lot. Our hymn and psalmist show that such an all-encompassing view of how God is present and at work in our lives flows from our absolute trust in God. The 19th century uh, German theologian Friedrich Schleiermacher describes the goal of the Christian life not in terms of sanctification or regeneration as would be a more conventional theological term, but rather he says the goal or end of the Christian life is finding and acknowledging our absolute dependence in God. This feeling, Schleiermacher says, brings an immediate feeling of self-consciousness in one's relationship to God. Really, in essence, friends, this is a more esoteric way of stating what the psalmists and the Celtic tradition have been saying all along. Seeking out God in the everyday moments of one's life elicits feeling of absolute trust or dependence on God. Asking God to be with you at the ATM or a soccer game or praying over our backpacks as we begin a school year, or checking out at the grocery store. All these can instill a deep and abiding trust 
and a Christian for the valleys and mountains of life alike. This past week, I learned the tragic news that the general presbyter in my last presbytery in East Tennessee died in a car accident just a month after his retirement. I covet your prayers for his family as well as my former colleagues in the Presbytery of East Tennessee. Judd Shaw was a great man. He was a pastor to pastors. He even baptized our daughter. He also taught me so much about ministry. In particular, he taught me how to see God's hand at work in the everyday work of the church. When I arrived at the church in Tennessee, I was fresh out of my residency and felt like a hot shot all 27 years of me. I met with Judd for lunch and asked how I might be able to help in the presbytery, figuring there might be some special assignment or task force I might be able to get to work on right away and make some progress. He simply said to me in response, just love your people. Just love your people. We'll get to the committee stuff soon enough, but always, first, love your people. While we hadn't spoken in years, his words still continue to inform my ministry as well as my faith journey. He could see God's hand at work in worship as much as a baseball game, or dare I even say, a committee meeting. His faith showed a deep and abiding trust in God, thinking about his life, his confidence, his comfort in God reminded me of our psalm and hymn this week, particularly the last verse. High King of heaven, my victory won, may I reach heaven's joy, O bright heaven's sun. Heart of my own heart, whatever befall, still be my vision, O ruler of all. Friends, may we be comforted by these words, and like the Celts, may we seek out God's vision and wisdom in our daily lives even in the most ordinary, mundane tasks. As we seek God out in our lives, may our trust and comfort in God continue to grow, that we too might reach heaven's joys and gather with all the saints in the kingdom of God. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.